0: Welcome to Couch to Coached, a weekly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch,
1: and me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. (laughs)
0: Before you enjoy this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast, we just want to mention and remind you that we have been shortlisted. We've been shortlisted for an award. Within our first year of doing the podcast, we've been shortlisted
1: for a Sports Podcast Award in the Best Fitness, Health and Wellbeing category. The Sports Podcast Awards were created to celebrate talented creators around the world and unite the sports podcast community. If you want to vote for us,
0: You can go on to www.sportspodcastgroup.com and the shortlist and the categories are all there, so Best Fitness, Health and Wellbeing Podcast.
1: Entries close on January the 28th for your votes. You can also vote for us by following the link in our bio on Instagram and Facebook. Please vote for us. Please.
0: (laughs) And we are live. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, 2024. What day is it?
1: I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> you lose no, track of no. That crimbo limbo. <laughs> it's still
1: crimbo it's limbo. Pod, it's podcast Thursday. podcast Thursday. We're back.
0: Two weeks off. We give you a sneak. We give you a little bit of a treat on Christmas Day, but we are back with a great episode. Hopefully, I'm, 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 we haven't even done it yet, so I don't know if it's going to be great or not. But I'm hoping it's a great episode. Did you listen to the Christmas Day episode? Well, I put it together. I have to, the thing is, I have to listen to every single episode because I have to edit it. So after I've edited it, I'm sick of the I'm sick of the I'm sick of the, the voice, of, the, the noise of mine in your voice. So I have to. Sometimes.
1: Are you I, sick of my my lovely brummy your twang?
0: Your dulcet tones, your dodgy brummy twang, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> your dodgy brummy twang sounds a bit rude, that doesn't it?
1: <laughs> How was your Christmas? It was good. Yeah, it was nice. Um,
0: I had the kids. Uh, it's first year where Connie and Bradley have stayed overnight on Christmas Eve. Uh, so it was lovely for them all to wake up at the same time. Although it wasn't the kids that woke up. Laura woke the kids up. Uh, Connie went to the toilet went back to bed and then, co- and then Laura went downstairs. And I think she was purposely making loads of noise about six o'clock to wake the kids up, but none of them woke up so she came up banging
1: in the pans together yeah. pretending to cook
0: christmas dinner yeah so then she went upstairs came and woke me up and then woke, woke went to woke the kids up arthur was bleary eyed has he been yeah has he been getting his stockings and uh, getting the, the kids got the stockings down and i'd look in there then went downstairs and um i pre-emptied so i gave laura a christmas presents on christmas eve so I thought to myself, well, I gave him a Christmas present on Christmas Eve and I, I gave her a present so she was really happy with them and I said, you know what, what, I would really really appreciate for Christmas if you let me go running on Christmas Day for the bar run <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I pulled on a heartstring there and I went to Christmas, I went on Christmas Day, first time that I've ever done it and I really enjoyed it actually, there was quite a few people there that I knew, uh, Michelle Dalgano, Barefoot Blade was there, quite a few people from Silverdale, uh, running club some, some people from Stoke Fitz <sighs>
1: Michelle Delgarno.
0: Yeah. Just a traitor. She's moved. She's not a traitor. She's not. She's She's, <laughs> I'm really joking. she's moved from Stoke Fit to, to Silverdale. And they are a really nice running club, I must admit. Every time I have any contact with anybody from Silverdale running club, they're always really nice. Rob Moran runs with them. John Dobson. Up the Dale. absolutely. John Dobson, who you mentioned on a couple of podcasts a couple of weeks ago, he runs with them. Quite a few other people that I know run with him as well. So it uh, is really nice. So I saw them, had a... Photo with them. I saw Jackie Bailey. Jackie Bailey was there. Jackie B. With uh, Sally Hamilton and a couple of other, and Craig from Stone for Master Marathoners. So it was really nice actually, really nice Christmas Day. Um, Which one
1: did you go to, Charlie? The Whammy. So Trenton was. Is that, is that your local then, Whammy?
0: no No, I haven't been Hanley for a while, but Hanley is closer. Uh, Whammy's probably the second closest, mm, probably similar kind of distance to Trenton,
1: but so what you're saying is you were really nice to laura so she'd let you go to parkrun on christmas day and you didn't pick the closest one
0: yeah i didn't i went to the whammy i don't know why i went to the whammy i thought i I thought to myself i want to go whammy and then i want to go Anley as well so i thought i'll just go to whammy because it's nice it's a nice run i knew there was a couple of people there somebody put a couple of people on facebook that they're going to be there so um i went to the whammy and really enjoyed it did that went came home uh, got ready, went to my mum's Christmas dinner, helped to dish that out and then came home around about later on. Kids went to home at five o'clock. Uh, to Would you home. have turkey for dinner? Obviously, yeah, you've got to have turkey. Traditional, traditional turkey. Um, and then Boxing Day was just chilling. My mum came round, watched football. My brother came round as well. Um, and then kind of back to normal for a couple of couple of days before between christmas and new year crimbo limbo back to work i did three days working um you went back to work between christmas and new year yeah yeah because I'm, I'm trying to save me a lot of people took annual leave in the, in the corporate world that i work in uh, at work within in nursing a lot of them took annual leave but i thought well i want to save my annual leave for the wedding because we're having a week off after the wedding so i thought i'll save the week off um and went to work i worked from home so it was a there was just opportunity to catch up on things like emails and reports and things
1: like that. Your boss is listening to this podcast.
0: I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. I know you were going to ask me. I did actually work. I genuinely did work. I did genuinely do. I didn't do as much as I would usually do. Uh, let's move on. Yeah. on Christmas films were on in the background I must admit <laughs> but go on, I did work let's move on to New Year because you didn't do any work I could tell by your face I did I did if you're listening <laughs> and then New Year's Eve I went out for a run so I did my last run of, I didn't do the part run on the 30th so I went to Watchman City on the 30th so I didn't do part run um, because we, we left quite early, I left about 10 o'clock me and Arthur went with the north blue supporters club to watch man city beat chef united um and then went out and did 10k on new year's eve uh, which i was quite happy about um felt a bit sluggish i did a video and it did feel quite sluggish after all the food they eat at christmas turkey mince pies chocolate crisps the like um
1: supposed to be 90 minutes wasn't it
0: it was supposed to be 90 minutes yeah, but I didn't get managed to get to 90 minutes. I, did 60, I think I did 65-ish, uh, so not far off. Uh, and then I was supposed to go. We went down to, for, to Friends at New Year's Eve. We go every year to Birmingham. And we were, I was supposed to go out for part run. Woke up at 8 o'clock on New Year's Day. Hadn't had that much to drink, to be fair, so I wasn't really hungover. I got up at 8 o'clock to get my stuff on and realized that I was blocked in. So, I couldn't get out in the car and it was about 15 minutes dry. So, a man your size, you could have lifted them cars <laughs> up if you really wanted to. I did consider waking them up, but I I'm not sure they would be very appreciative if um, I wake them up after New Year's Eve and they've all had a few drinks. So, I, I decided that okay, I won't go. And we had oatcakes instead oatcakes no in the morning, so oatcakes, cheese, and bacon and things. Uh, and then that so you, got
1: one sniff, you got one sniff of the oat cake, saw the, <laughs> the cars blocking you in, thought, actually, I'll stay.
0: <laughs> but I, did, I, did, I genuinely was going to go. And then Tuesday...
1: Silly Tomad, are you training for a marathon or what?
0: Yeah, I am. I'm, I, I'm going to stop. My training will start, don't worry. <laughs> I'm not sure when it will start, but I'm going to start. I went to circuit training on Tuesday because football mm-hmm. hasn't kicked back in again. So I went to circuit training with Stoke Fit, which is run yep. by Stu Parton. Uh saw a couple of Stoke Fitties there, which was really, really nice to see. Uh, and I'm still aching from that. It's Thursday night, and I did it Tuesday night. So my whole body... I, the last time I did it was this time last year, exactly the same time, because I remember it not, football not being on until after New Year. So and it's my, I think it's going to be my new tradition, my annual tradition of going to circuits on the Tuesday after New Year. Um, and then I haven't been out today, unfortunately uh but you but i am still waiting for the training program to be uploaded so.
1: i know i know I, I i mean i give you this abuse and i joke with you <laughs> it is just joking because i've been a have been a poor coach and a poor friend I've, i must admit i've um i've been giving you abuse and, and banter about not running so much but i haven't actually done your plan um so i will do it i will get back on doing your plan i think what we need to do though is i think We'll map it all out, yeah, we'll put it all out between now and and April, but that's we'll what we did last time work. it
0: was it yeah. was, it was about three months three or four months before oh. and it was on paper this last time you did
1: it for me for London Marathon god okay um, how things have changed um, I think what I think you will work better with is if we get it all out in front of you yeah we'll give you the weekend of your wedding off you can see oh, what's coming
0: thank you thank you very much I'm not sure Laura would be very appreciative if I went for a run on, on the day of the wedding <laughs> it's quite nice quite nice to be honest, it's on liking. a Saturday and I don't I don't know yeah. I don't need be there till half past twelve so if I can get a part
1: run and I might go on a part run she doesn't know. Nipping that yet. out to Parkrun. Nip out to Park Run on your wedding day. Maybe. Why not? Maybe. Um but I think it's not no, I think when, when I was coaching you for London last time round, it was all on paper. I was very new to the coaching. I hadn't signed up to training peaks or anything, so I just whipped it all out on paper for you. And you stuck to that really well. You mm. were really consistent. So I think we'll go down. Put that it on and get
0: bored. And I, I think I'm a more of a visual person where I need it in front of me. So even if you send it me on, on the on my Garmin, I, mean, I might then do my own little weird, yeah. weird document or Excel spreadsheet
1: and get it up. I mean, one of the things I like doing is obviously seeing how you try. I mean, we could plan it all out, but I quite like to see uh, you know how your training develops. And I mm. think sometimes what you need to do is you need to do a week's worth of training. You need to see how that training has been handled yeah. so you can build the next week. Yeah. And when I was coaching and i had like a group of people i was coaching that's what i traditionally do is i plan a week or two ahead see how they perform in that training and then obviously you build the next couple of weeks as well because you could be reactive to how it's gone but i think because you are the only person technically that i am coaching Mm. we could get you put up on garmin it'll take me a few hours but you know you're worth it (laughs) (laughs) well we'll put that training up for you and then it's just going to rely on your feedback and obviously getting the runs done. And then if we need to make any adjustments we can, but I think the staple of marathon training has to be easy
0: on a Sunday. I, long want
1: run. To, I want to get up to 90 minutes easy on a Sunday for your long run, no excuses. Mm. And I think then what we can do is once that's been built in, we'll have you once a week session.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we'll have obviously some, specific pace working on that Sunday long run. If we're targeting that, you know, sub what, four hours, oh, we're saying? 4.30, come on. Sub 4.30, we're going to target sub 4.30. So we need to do some specific pace work so you're comfortable at that that pace. Yeah. Um, and then we can sort of adapt the plan as we go along really. But it, it's about getting that consistency back, getting those junk miles in. I hate the term junk miles, but getting you back to sort of your regular Monday evening long run. If you get back to your football, football, if you're not doing football, getting out for another run, yeah. getting your one session in a week with your speed work, getting your park runs in if you can on a Saturday morning, but the staple has to be that long run because it's also the opportunity to practice the fueling. Yeah. But well I'll get I'll get you your plan written up.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I am looking forward to seeing I'm looking forward to getting the plan. Uh, Christmas is now done and out of the way. New Year is now done and out of the way. The next focus is the wedding. In 16 days, you can have it as your wedding present if you want. Well, yeah, that's fine by me. Um, tell you what, marathon Tell you what, I'll do. I'll do. A, I'll, I'll do a deal with you. I'll pay for your dinner on the day and tea if you do me a program.
1: Can have the money instead.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I am looking forward are to ha- it. What are we having? I can not remember. I, I, we went to a meeting last week and I we ca-
1: can't remember. No, I
0: can't, I really can't. I know I know what we're having at night time. Um we're not having a buffet. We're having bacon and sausage baps with chips. Oh, yes. So we're having that soak up all the alcohol. I think in the, I think we're having soup to start. I'll get to soup. bring the
1: her bag, so we get some sausage sandwiches for the
0: Sunday morning. <laughs> soup, uh, soup to start for tomorrow and basil, I think it was. It was either tomato and basil or leek and potato. By the way, this is a running podcast, guys, but we are talking about food.
1: We'll get on to the running in a minute. Yeah,
0: Tomorrow and basil rather than leek and potato. I think it's chicken, chicken and... The, and no, beef. Beef, beef dinner. Chicken, chicken and chicken, chicken and beef. <laughs> no, just beef. Beef dinner. We decided beef rather than chicken or, or, or I think the other one was lamb. So not a lot of people like lamb. And then just for dessert, I think it's a, I think it's a raspberry and white chocolate cheesecake.
1: I've, I've made notes. I'll be uh, comparing the actual meal to your notes and reminding you. <laughs> yeah, if it's the week yeah. The you probably won't be anything <laughs> like that. It's probably completely different. All the recommend is
0: bacon and sausage, baps and chips. That's all I'm focused on.
1: <laughs> It'll be chicken and I'll be turning to Rachel and going, this beef looks a bit raw. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So... I am to be honest,
0: going back to running. I am looking forward to having that training program yes. to have something to focus on because the wedding. I'm looking, like I say, I'm looking forward to the wedding. Really looking forward to the wedding. Really looking yes. forward to the aftermath of wedding and and opening all the presents and saying thank you to everybody and things like that. But then once that is 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 complete, I suppose it's the focus is going to
1: be on getting me oh yeah Trained. I mean there's there's plenty of time for Manchester yeah. I think we, we do need to all jokes aside we do need to get that consistency back a little bit and I think you know although you are getting married on the 20th and you've got that little bit of time uh, after where you're you're off um, yeah. taking some time away obviously it is only running and getting married and, and spending time with Laura is more important but I think the, the more work we can put in between now and then we've said it before the easier it is going to be
0: yeah yeah uh, it, it's gonna it is gonna be easier, but I must admit after that run on on sunday I do feel a lot heavier um i I haven't weighed myself I dare not go on the scales uh, because I try to avoid it as much as I can but and somebody else mentioned to me today that I look like tires and fury just to put that out there so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anyway how's your running gone over Christmas, and how has your Christmas been?
1: Christmas was absolutely fantastic. To be fair, um, and and running has been. I'm I'm going to gloat. I'm, I'm going to gloat. I haven't missed a beat.
2: <laughs>
1: I have not missed a beat. But I'm really proud of that because it's the first time in a long time like normally i'm someone that that's like i, I run christmas comes around i don't run mm, like me, I like me. Uh, yeah, no probably <laughs> probably worse oh, than right, you okay. to be fair like i don't run mm. like I, I make any excuse that comes up i don't do it like i drink uh alcohol i eat mm. badly mm. and i sort of just go oh, do you know what we're so close to the 1st of January. Christmas. That's what people say, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. We're so close to the 1st of January. I'm, I'll start I'll start 1st of January yeah. and I do that. And I just find it so much harder. So what I sort of made a conscious effort to do this time, and I think it's helped this year because Rachel's training for Cambridge in March. We're both with the same running coach. Yeah. Um, the plans were put up. Um, before Christmas because he went on his christmas break so my plan's been written up until the 12th of Rachel January, being coached so. by
0: them as well then, as well
1: same yeah because oh, okay. she's doing uh cambridge half marathon yeah. in march okay. so we we both had the plans and we can tie our plans up so again going back to the point we said with you and joking aside again we'll get your plan put up weeks in advance because it really did help because we both knew what we had and because we've got the two girls and obviously christmas time you've got all the socializing yeah we were able to sort of tie our diaries up with the running and sort of say well you go out for an hour this morning and i'll watch the girls or do what we can but um there were things that come up that sort of made me think "Oh, i'm not gonna be able to do it but i, I was so determined to keep it going um the 23rd of december we we went to my auntie's um God, she plied me with whiskey. (laughs) So me and my auntie are big malt whiskey drinkers. um, And she has what she calls a fizz night on on the 23rd of December. Um, And we all listened to Christmas music. The girls were there, cousins were there. We had some Prosecco and bits of wine and something to eat. And then she brought these bottles of malt out. I woke up on the 24th Christmas Eve. The girls stayed at my auntie's because me and Rach got a taxi back. So we had to go back there and we left the car there as well. Um, And me and Rach, we did a long run together um, and I did eight miles. And it was at Rachel's sort of hungover easy pace. Mm. So it was like, a really, really sort of recovery pace for me. Zone one should have been. My heart rate was about 145, I think. (laughs) Because of the whiskey. Um, (laughs) Because of the whiskey. I felt absolutely terrible. (laughs) But I was really pleased because I kept my running going. Um, And it was a nice sort of way to blow the cobwebs off Christmas Eve. Then, obviously, we went and see my mum and dad. Had a nice time with them. Did get back on the drink. So I... I did drink quite a lot of alcohol across the Christmas break. Um, I say, it's, really it's Christmas. It's um, Christmas. Christmas Eve, um, did that long run. Christmas Day, I went and did Christmas Day park run. Um, as per Couch to Coach Challenge. Mm. Um, By the way, guys, we, to... we
0: are both in the draw. We've got a draw because there was quite a few people that did it, so we're not going to spoil it, but me and Ben could potentially be winning the the merchandise the stickers please the please 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 be me I don't want it to be me because I don't want to keep them <laughs> I've got that much here. I want to get rid of them
1: <laughs> I want it to be me so you have to spend the postage on the on the co-host i <laughs> will just bring um, to the wedding there you go <laughs> I want them posted um so we went to Warsaw Arboretum Park run on Christmas Day and I've never seen so many Santa hats really. yeah it was quite it busy was for us brilliant really good um. So we had a single pram. Um, We used to have a double buggy. Um, For anyone interested, there's a video on YouTube. I've been running a sub 25-minute park run with a double buggy. When you used to do YouTube videos back in the day. When I used to do them. Um, And this time was a bit different. We had a single pram and we sort of pulled the back of the seat down so it was where the baby could lie flat but they're obviously both not babies anymore and they sort of sat in it like Amelia the big one at the back and then Billy between her legs and we did part run um, <clears throat> and it was just really nice like the the atmosphere was brilliant mm. um, and everyone was in good good spirits so we did the Christmas Day part run challenge um, and then I sort of just kept things going as, as best as I could um, mm-hmm. Couple of easy runs. Went out for a session on the twenty seventh, and it just felt so hard because mm. I'd been pretty much drinking for, for four days at this point, um, and and eating loads of mince pies. And <laughs> I peaked a bit too early, Rob. To be honest with you, it's Christmas. It was um, Christmas. Christmas. But the big thing to report from me um, was. Christmas no New Year's Eve uh, the 31st I went out and did my uh, long run my first my very first marathon long run Um, which was basically, I did, it was an hour and 45 in total. I did 14.8 miles. Um, and it was 30 minutes easy. And then it was three blocks of 15 minutes at target marathon pace, um, between each of the, um, the 15 minute blocks, it was five minutes easy float. And then it was 20 minutes cool down, but the three blocks of 15 minutes Um, I was supposed to do them anywhere between 6.27 per mile and 6.54 per mile, I think, because I'm aiming for a sub-three-hour marathon. Sub-three-hour marathon. Come on. I'm going to rest my hopes on sub-three-hour. But I got into the first 15 minutes. I felt really comfortable at 6.33 minutes per mile. So I just went with that, and I did – The first 15 minutes at 6.33 average pace. The second 15 minutes after a five minute recovery was at 6.29 per mile average pace. And then I did the third 15 minutes again at 6.29 per mile average pace. So that's getting me closer to a 2.45. So early days, Mm. I've only done one marathon session but i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out there now i'm gonna go closer to 245 than three hours if i stay injury free and consistent and i'm determined to do it determined but it's a lot to ask Mm. because i'm 37 years old my body likes to give up on me at times so i'm gonna- I'm gonna focus on all the little bits like the foam rolling, the stretching, the nutrition, the hydration. Try and do the right things because I'm really focused because I think if I can box off this sub three hour marathon um and have a really good one, I could probably go back to just enjoying um a little bit of casual running for a while. Mm-hmm. We'll see how we get on. Yeah. But, yeah, high hopes. Um, and then I've done a couple more sessions between then and now. And I am really motivated. I'm really enjoying my running at the moment. Yeah,
0: but um, well, you can tell because the, after Manchester, well, before, even before Manchester half, you could tell you were motivated and you absolutely smashed that. So if you can keep this motivation up until April when we do the hot Manchester, hot Manchester Marathon, I can't see why you can't go under three hours and get close to 245
1: it's yeah it's a long way it's a long way um i think it's one of them that a lot can happen mm. in well blink of an eye do you know what i mean i could wake up tomorrow i've been out for a run today yeah. i could wake up tomorrow and i could have a stiff calf or something yeah. and and go out running on it and do myself an injury so you yeah. just have to understand i think the biggest thing about marathon training is understanding your body yeah and knowing and, when and you, and listening to your body. Yeah, I was gonna say if you've not got a
0: rest day, but knowing that you if you go out you're potentially going to injure yourself, you're probably better off having a rest
1: day. Exactly. And I think there's a there's a long way to go. Uh, the biggest thing you can do, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we get on to the listen five with the listeners question later. Um the biggest thing you can do is not go chasing mileage. Yeah. If you miss if you miss a run, you miss a run. Yeah. You're not going to lose fitness from missing a run, no. but I'm motivated, and if if I think if I can stay consistent and I can keep at that sort of pace, and I can still see some fitness improvements, I think you know two forty five, two fifty, for Manchester. Have a goal, see what mm.
0: happens. Yeah, definitely, be interesting. That would be good if you got that. I'll be happy. About, I'd be happy for you, and I, I, <laughs> I want to get close to four thirty. Maybe push it to 4.15 if I could. It depends on, like, say, how the training goes. I've got A goal, B goal, C goal, and we'll probably come on to that later on in the coming weeks about what our A goal, B goal, C goal is, like we did against from London. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, we're still a way off it, aren't mm, we? So, I mean, at at the moment, I mean, I don't want to scare you too much, but we've got 14 weeks. Yeah, If we put it in weeks. um, And I think you know, we're sort of in marathon training. The block really needs to start now if it hasn't. Yeah. Um,
0: And there is a lot of listeners out there that I know that are doing Manchester or, or equivalent and doing man doing a marathon or even a half marathon or thinking about doing a race or doing whatever. Now is the time to start that training. And now is the time to, if you've got any questions for us about that marathon training, please do reach out to us normal routes at couch to coach on Instagram com yep. on email. Please let us know and we can answer any quest- questions that you might have. Now is the time to ask them before the training starts or if the training has started, how is the training going? Please do get in contact with us. But, um, yeah, countdown to Manchester marathon has
1: started. The countdown to Manchester has started. There's, um, a saying well it's a quote oh here we
0: from... go he's got another quote guys he's got another one comparison a... comparison is a thief of joy is it is that Compar-
1: one i mean comparison is the thief of joy but it it's like you've got to you've got to look at these you've got to
0: know when of to hold them know um, when i love them a... go on go on carry on sing no when to run away go no when to hide go on
1: there's a quote from a stoic philosopher okay called epictetus
0: Easy for you, yeah. isn't it?
1: Epictetus, um, how long will it be, something along these lines, how long will it be before you demand the best for yourself?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's true, I suppose. We we, we, we tick along quite easily. We tick along quite well with we feel good, but are we, are we actually the best of ourselves? It's a good, good quote.
1: I think it's one of them. You've just got to ask yourself, how much do you want it, really? And I think you, 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 we're obviously going to face obstacles, but I think the best you can do is try and stay consistent and and see where we get from it, really. Um, You know, it's, we'll we'll answer it more when we come on to five with the listeners with Jackie Bailey. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely. I was going to say something really, it really. No, nah, really like Stoic to say myself, but I'm from Stoke, so I haven't got anything Stoics to say.
1: <laughs> Stokey. I'm Stoic, yeah, rather than Stoic, I'm Stokey. Another Stokey philosopher. Yeah. yeah. Rob, Rob Silito, Stokey philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> should we do some Strava?
0: I was going to say, should we do Strava leaderboard? We haven't done Strava about in two the list- weeks.
1: Talk about the listeners running. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite one of them isn't it um we were messaging our friend of the show dave speaking to dave um and he, well i think he messaged us actually um and he he came out with about how difficult it is to get on the strava leaderboard i know it is really or into onto the top three in the strava leaderboard yeah it's it's nigh on impossible. Yeah, it is. It you is. can you can tell you can tell as a lot of people started training for spring marathons because you've got to nudge fifty miles to get anywhere near that top three. Um,
0: yeah, 60, 70 sometimes. It's it's crazy. Minimum. It is crazy. Um, but yeah, so let's have a look at this week's Strava leaderboard. So from last Go week, on. from Monday to Sunday last week. We've got, I think this is the first time, I'm going to go from third, actually, to third place with 64 miles. So when we talk about 50 miles, it needs to be 60, 70 miles to get up to the top three for a week. With 64 miles, it's Pat Buckingham. So well done to Pat Buckingham. With 67.5 miles in second spot, we have Jared Horn. And I think this is the first time, uh, I might be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, this person, Susan Cottrell is top of the leaderboard with 110 miles. 110.8 miles. How, I did see that. How? Know. How? How? Total running time 24 hours. It, uh, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So Susan, uh, I, again, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago about somebody, and I was right. I don't I feel a threat coming on. No, 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 it's no threat. I don't think <laughs> I have ever met you. I don't think I've met you. Um, I'm trying to find out where you. You live quite close, so chase. We you, you run around Chase Water. Um, so reach out let us know if we've met, if we haven't met Sutton Coalfield, she's running Sutton Coalfield as well, she's done Sutton Park, Park Run um, and if you look at her straw there, it gradually increases all from like March to April to May to June, it gradually and gradually and gradually increases and to top it off for this last week she did more than she's ever done I think she's on 19.5 miles this week the week before that was like just under eighty something but this last week it was 110 miles
1: absolutely amazing is she, is she part of a club i
0: don't know i can't really see um i might be i might be completely and utterly wrong and i might i might actually know you susan so i do apologize if i do um so if you're hoping you listen to the show please do get in contact with us let us know if you're training for something, and if you are training for something, what are you training for? Uh, and just in general, reach out to us. Let us know that you are a genuine person, for one, because we have had people join that aren't genuine. You look like a genuine person looking at your runs because you've got pictures of Parker and the thing, so please do get in contact with us. Um, so well done to Susan Cottrell. Well, well done. Um, and this week, so from Monday to Thursday this week, in third spot, we've got Mr. Carl Moulton um put a video out there for christmas day i asked this was, so christmas eve i had this really really bizarre idea i want to do i want to do a video literally it was christmas eve i was at my mom's house christmas eve night i'd had a few drinks because laura was driving because she was on course, so i thought i'll have a few drinks and i had this idea i'm gonna i'm gonna do this video so i emailed messaged out loads of people and loads of people responded I was really amazed.
1: It was a good video. Was a I good, did like it. Yeah. What was lovely was to see faces yeah. to the names. Yeah, yeah. We've seen a, we've seen quite a few of the faces, yeah. but some of the listeners yeah. would not have, and
0: it was really good. Shout out to Robin Williams. So Robin Williamson. So he, he runs with Stone Master Marathoners. So I messaged a couple of people from Stone. I wanted somebody from Stone to, to do a video. Um, and about half past nine on Christmas Eve, I messaged Robin and said. Don't worry if you can't, but can you do me a video for this video I'm doing? And he says, uh, yeah, give me give me give me half an hour, I'll do it for you. It might not be very creative, it might not be very good, but I'll do a video for you. And he pulled it up, pulled it out of the bag because he was dressed up as Santa and everything. It was really really good, so thank you to Robin. But Carl Moulton had sent me a video, and I thought this is too good, uh, so he's going to have a standalone video with his with his beer. It was a pale ale beer, I think it was, but. I put on it nss or nsrra juice christmas juice so they've got a video a specific video for carl so thank you carl for doing that
1: I mean, Cole's the one that came on the on the podcast with Emma Taylor yeah. drinking points cider, were not he? So I can imagine that that kegger keg beers history. Yeah, gone. well, that
0: was for, that was for Christmas Day. He put it on the video. That was for Christmas Day. So he's in third spot with forty one point nine miles. In second spot, talk of Emma Taylor. She's back on the trail of running with forty four point two miles. We've got Emma Taylor and top of the shop with fifty one point eight miles. Well done to Mark Wright. So well done, everybody. For your first week of 2024 with your running,
1: it's cracking, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it is it's really cracking. good. 100, 196 members. It's good. We're getting close to 200. If you know anybody that's not a member of the running club, please let them know that it's a really good running club to be a member of, um and ask them to join. Yeah, 196. I'd love to get to 200. If we can.
1: It has. When we first started it, I think it was like it was going to be good as a community, yeah. but it is like, a, it has turned into a bit of a virtual run club. Yeah. Cause we've got the challenges going out. People yeah. are taking part of the challenges. People are posting. Hopefully people are starting to connect to each other and learn names. Obviously people are learning each other's names from the different run clubs. Yeah. I mean, we, not blowing our own trumpets not too much but we have we have created a really good community yeah yeah and and my ambition in the local
0: area to you yeah my ambition and we have got people from further afield in my local my ambition for 2024 is that we actually do a couch to coached run so that we go out and we go for a run with as many people that can attend on a potentially on a sunday do a bit of a long run maybe and just everybody meets for the maybe for the first time I know we see see listeners people can come to us we can meet in a central place and we can go this out is for a run. This is news to me I know it's, this it's is new is to, news me, to me to be fair I've just thought about it literally just thought uh, about I it was, when we're talking about it
1: I could see the light bulb <laughs> <above it. laughs>
0: So I think we should do that we should make it our mission in 2024 to have a, an actual because we've done it we've got a virtual run club there an actual running club so we can have a run we all go out as many people as we Let's can do Let's do Let's it Let's do it We'll say we'll do it we'll do it Probably Best probably doing it maybe in between now and Manchester. We could get everybody together, potentially. Yeah, we'll do it. we can do it. We'll, we'll organise it and we'll let you know, guys, when we're going to do it. Um, So, shout out of the week.
1: We still Did we not get a jingle for Christmas? So, did anyone?
0: No, so I have got... So I did find the, the person who sent me there. I sent it to you, didn't I, as well? So I might yeah. add in some jingles throughout this I haven't got them in my mind yet, but you might hear the odd jingle. It's, I can't riff something or other. Uh, Keelan Bedford sent it to me, so it's quite cool, actually. And it, you, you write the words and it writes a jingle for you or writes a song for you. So,
1: But for now, shout out of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Do you want me to go first?
1: Uh, no, I'm going first. Okay,
0: go on, then you go first. <laughs>
1: um it's only because I've, I've had this person on my Strava for an hour long and I want to have a look at everyone else that you're talking about so if I can get this person off my screen then I can start having a look at what you're t- talking about so my shout out of the week is going to I don't know this person I don't know if you do is Mr I'm assuming Mr slip of the tongue might not be Go on. Dan Phillips mm. D- do we know Dan Phillips? I don't
0: think I don't ever get his, let me get Strava up see if I do. I Dan Phillips. Yes, um, I've seen him. I don't know him very well, um, but I have seen him in passing a couple of times. I don't know who he runs yeah. with. Yeah.
1: Well, I've, I've looked at his photos after I picked him. Um, I don't see any particular run club colours. No. It's not on his Strava profile, um, but I'll. So every week I go through... He's local to me because he to
0: through be Berslam, so he is normal. He's local to me. Okay.
1: So every week I go through the Strava leaderboard and I just have a look at everyone's running and this guy stood out to me mm. um, s- simply because the range of activities that he does on Strava. We're not talking Adam Huxley range. There's no sauna recorded. <laughs> Um But since the turn of November... He's been very, very consistent. He's building quite nicely. Dan, if you're listening to the show, give us a shout out because I'd like to know what exactly it is you're training for, if anything. Um, But since the turn of November, he's built quite nicely. 17 miles, 18, 22, 21, 23, 26, 29. This week, up to Thursday, he's run 22 miles. So you can imagine he's probably going to go beyond that again this week. So it looks like a classic build. For me, maybe not quite marathon build, but he could be building up to something. Um, he's also done quite a good amount of consistently of weight training. Yeah. Um, so it looks like he's doing a good mixture of everything and he's staying consistent with both. So my shout out is to Dan Phillips and it is simply for staying consistent over that Christmas break and a little bit beyond that as well by the looks of it so Dan let us know what you're training for well done Dan you've well you got
0: Ben shout out for this week my shout out this week is somebody that we has been mentioned a few times on the podcast um but we haven't mentioned him for a while uh Sean Moynihan so the geezer from New Zealand top man top man top man he's consistently getting out there I think he had a bit of a lull I don't know if he got injured or something I can vaguely remember him saying that he got an injury but he has started back with his running really really well and bearing in mind guys that he is running currently in New Zealand he is from New Zealand so he has the geezer from New Zealand uh, so I can imagine it's quite hot in New Zealand because it's their uh, summer. I think January and February are the hottest months in New Zealand. So I'm not yeah. entirely sure what the temperatures like. I think it's similar to our summer, maybe probably a bit hotter actually, because yeah, it's quite close to Australia and I can imagine it's quite a, quite a hot climate. So he is getting out there. He is still he is still running, but also he is doing other things as well. So like similar to Dan, he's doing his strength. So he's doing simple and sin- simple and sinister kettlebells. So I don't know entirely know what that is, but 100 times kettlebell swings at 24 kg, 100, 100 times Turkish get-ups at 24 kg, and then two times one-minute plank. So he is doing that, that cross-training as well. So he's doing strength and conditioning as well as doing his running. And he tends to run, looking at his Strava, the same route quite a lot. Um, so doing that quite consistently is impressive. You can see that the, yeah. the route is quite similar every time that he goes out and runs. Uh,
1: have you done a? have you ever done a Turkish get up?
0: No, I, I don't know what that is. Oh what is it? Should we bring back the couch to couch challenge? <laughs> Especially when you go, have you ever done oh no no, go on, what is it? what do you have to do?
1: Turkish get up is traditionally done with a kettlebell, yeah. but you you can do it with a dumbbell. So he's talking twenty four kg. Dumbbell or kettlebell, I'm presuming. Yeah. And you basically lie on your back, flat on your back, mm. and you hold the dumbbell or kettlebell, basically above your head in one hand. Right. And then in a series of movements, um, I think it's like one, two. So it's about five movements. You basically get up to a point where you're standing, but this kettlebell is always above your head. So you lie flat. You sort of bring yourself up uh from the hips and then you bring one leg up off the floor uh-huh. and then you sort of bring yourself up onto your one knee and then you get bring yourself up onto two feet up until the point where you're standing and the kettlebells above your head uh-huh, Okay. absolutely amazing all body workout well i don't know because i've not done very many in my life uh-huh. but, uh turkish get up give it a go so, he, right. so he's done
0: 100 kettlebell swings which in itself is impressive and then he's done 10 of the turkish
1: get ups and then he's done a plank yeah. as well so he is knocking me if in. i done if i done 10 turkish get-ups in my current state i wouldn't be out of bed tomorrow morning <laughs> I'm telling you now but oh, yeah sure well done sean let, get
0: in contact with us shout give us a shout give us a mention not give us a mention we give the mentions let us know what you're up to what you if you're training for anything in particular um and how do you keep yourself consistent running the same route that's um, what i always want to know
1: and i tell you what you want to get rid of some of them stickers
0: yeah send them to new
1: no, anybody that sends us a video of themselves doing a Turkish get up yeah. on Instagram, I give you permission to send a sticker out to them. <laughs> okay,
0: there you go. I
1: have to pay the postage, remember. It doesn't matter. If it's a New Zealand, you might have cost me a bit. <laughs> hey, on. Look. I've got a dumbbell sitting here. I'm going to do one before the show's out. I'm going to get I'm going to get my dumbbell. Go on. Just so you can send me a sticker. Here we go. Carry on talking. I'm going to get my Turkish get up. Here we go. <laughs> so, this is, this is, guys, so I'm
0: going to put this video. I'm going to snap this video up and I'm going to put it on Instagram. is <laughs> Ben doing a Turkish so get it's,
1: up. It's held above your head like this. I think go you're on. flat. And then I think you have to go up like this. See, it's hurting me oh already. Oh, God, look and at then, that groaning. And then I think you go like this, up onto one knee, still got it. <laughs> and then I'm in a loft conversion, so me, me arm doesn't go right above <laughs> me, head. There you go. Oh, tell you what. Impressed. Okay. Get one of them beeps ready, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> that was hard. Did you just, How going that out. <laughs> um, so I'll have one of them shiny, what, what, shiny what? stickers in the post. <laughs> you can have one, I'll give you oh. one at the wedding. Um, oh. so well done if anybody else
0: wants to do one please do tag us into Instagram it's a good job this podcast is just <sighs> audio so I'm the only person that potentially is going to see that he's absolutely knackered now he's breathing dead
1: carry <laughs> <we>, <laughs> on talking Sean Moynihan has done 10 of them straight away. Yeah. And that was only an 8kg dumbbell. <laughs> it, it was hard, but my God, yeah, go on. So that's a shout out.
0: So if anybody like I say join the join the Strava leaderboard, Strava join the Strava club, and we will meet up in the new year. In, in the new, year, I keep saying in the new year in 2024, and we will go out for a run. And well done to Sean and well done to Dan.
1: Well done, Sean. Well, well done. done, Dan. Yeah. Still to
0: come on this episode of the Couch to Coach Running Podcast. I'm not saying that I would have been a better runner, I'm not saying that I would have enjoyed it more, but I think if I'd have started earlier, and if I'd have known the community that is out there of runners, Mm. I think I would have. This episode is brought to you by Protein Rebel.
1: Have you ever suffered with digestion issues during a running event? You're not alone. Research shows that 27% of marathoners and 70% of ultra runners report issues with digestion. The reasons for these gastrointestinal issues are often the complex chemical formulations used in many sports nutrition products. They lead to bloating, cramps, and sometimes the need to run to the toilet. Not what any runner needs. Definitely not.
0: So how can you get over this when the big brands use artificial ingredients? So Protein Rebel has decided to do things differently as their products are 100% natural. They only use short, minimal, natural ingredient lists that reduce the chance of GI issues so gastrointestinal issues to support your running naturally. Products include Maple Ignite energy gels containing just maple syrup and sea salt, Run Easy Marine Collagen for strengthening joints and ligaments, and replace vegan protein powders. If you are interested in buying any of these products, we have got a special, yes, a special code for you to use. If you go onto their website, and it's CTC15, and you will get yourself 15% off. Couch to Coach Challenge. It's the Coast Coach Challenge, it's the Coast Coach Challenge, this is the part of the show where we set you a challenge, and you do the challenge, and then we set a new challenge, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, we we do definitely need jingles, definitely really need jingles, (laughs) so this week, well, not this week, so last week's challenge was to simply, rather simply, go out and run on Christmas Day, which... Sounds it is a hard thing to do actually to actually tear yourself, especially if you've got children as well, to tear yourself away from the kids, to go out, do the run, um, when you've got all the chocolate around you, all the oatcakes that we were eating, all the turkey dinner to prep. But twenty of you did eat, including myself and I've Ben. I've never had an oatcake. Wow, well, you can I'll, I'll tell you what, instead of bacon or sausage, perhaps I'll bring you an oatcake to the wedding. They are very nice. Um, so we had 20 people, including myself and Ben, who have done the challenge. So what I'm going to do, we're going to do a wheel of names. Rather than Come choosing on. somebody, Come we on. are going to what have we... what... a wheel of names. And the winner is going to get the prizes. So I'm going to press go. Are you ready? There three, I am. I'm, two, yellow. I'm yellow. Three, two, one. And Come the on winner is... Come on, Ben Russell. Dun, dun, dun. Leo Wheeler. Well done, done, Leo. Leo. Um, I don't think I know Leo either, actually. I might be wrong, again. Correct me if I'm wrong, Leo. Um, But well done. He is a member of the Couch Coach Running Club, and he did a run on on Christmas Day. So well done to Leo. Get in contact with us, and we will be sending out the prizes. So well done.
1: Well done, Leo. Just before we move on,
0: a couple of weeks ago, this isn't a threat before you say it. A <laughs> couple of weeks ago, we run, the chat, we run the competition to win Burrito Arm Warmers. And we did the same with the Wheel of Names. And the person that won was somebody called Kooky Golds. We haven't had any contact from Kooky Golds. So if anybody knows Kooky Golds or Kooky Golds, if you're listening to the podcast now, you have got until this time next week – kind of as a threat you've got until this time next week to get in contact with us send us your address and we will get the arm warmers to you but if you don't unfortunately we're going to have to run the competition again so somebody that does actually listen to the podcast does get opportunity to win the arm warmers so please if you do know cookie gold or if cookie gold you're listening get in contact with us and we can send the arm warmers out to you you've got one week and count who did she who did she tag in her competition? I can't remember. I'll have a look back. Wasn't she, wasn't she a Sally Hamilton? No, I don't think it was. I think it was just two other people. She tagged somebody else. Nobody tagged her in it, um, but she then tagged somebody else. So I will. Con- I have tried to reach out to us myself, but she's never responded. So I will give it this. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt, and we'll wait until this time next week. If we don't have any contact, we will be doing the competition again uh, for some somebody that won the arm warmers and we'll probably open it out to everybody in the run club uh, to see if somebody can win the arm warmers
1: so please gang I will actually say I wore the bur did as well Ito arm warmers for my session on the 27th of December yeah. comfortable yeah very comfortable the fish, I'm a fan of arm warmers I'm, and they're, they're, good. Never, they're good I've never worn them
0: before I, I wore them to the 23rd the part run at 23rd at Trenton Gardens and I really liked them as well I
1: I think they are a good quality product they they have like a sticky bit of not plastic but a sticky lining on the inside to to keep them up on your Mm. bicep but the ones I've had in the past, sometimes they put that on both ends, yeah. uh, i.e. the top where your bicep is and on the wrist part, yeah. and they become quite restrictive. Yeah. Um, these ones were pretty pretty comfortable yeah. all the way through the run. Yeah. Um, I, I actually I overdressed on that day for the session, so I did end up taking them off because I was a bit warm. Yeah. But I suppose they did their job. They kept mm. me warm throughout the cooler warm up and while I got into the session. Yeah. Very lightweight, so I managed to take them off, stuck them in the back of my shorts. Yeah. Good products. Yeah, definitely good products. Product. So we will potentially we could be doing the giveaway again.
0: So this week's Couch to Coach Challenge, I'll let you describe that to the listeners.
1: This week I can't partake in this week's uh challenge. Oh, okay. I could. I could, but it might be quite difficult. I'll borrow one. Anyway. Could borrow one. Could borrow one. What am I borrowing, Rob?
0: A um Oh woof
1: woof. That's a bit of a clue. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) It is January and January I didn't know this, but January is the month of walk your dog month Mm. so it's an, an initiative that basically takes place throughout the month of january and it is walk your dog month so it's a pet focused campaign urging dog owners to prioritize daily walks with their canine companions and i think it's a good one because i've seen a lot of runners recently um going out running with their dogs Amanda Kelly I think is going to be a fan of this one She's going to
0: definitely I was going to say that Amanda Kelly and James Torn are definitely going to be fans of this one
1: sir. Um, yeah it's gonna be, running the dog. be taking I mean, Dexter out. so this week's challenge is walk your dog or run with your dog mm. record on Strava get outdoors get yourself a dog a dog is for life not just for challenges <laughs> and um, yeah, record on Strava, and let's see if we can get this one going. So, yeah, um, record
0: on Strava, put it on your Instagram if you want to put it on your Instagram as a story, uh, plus also put it in the discussion in the Strava Run Club, uh, and we will then decide, potentially do another wheel of names, or we might decide,
1: depending on what your dog's name is, potentially tag your dog in it, put what your dog's name is in there. Tag your dog in it, tell us your dog's name photo of the dog is mandatory yeah a photo of you running or walking with the dog is also mandatory yeah this D- distance and pace is irrelevant yeah. because you know we're a pet friendly show we are and we don't want dogs running too fast if you haven't got a dog borrow a dog if you can borrow. don't
0: pinch a dog please don't go pinching dogs <laughs> Just borrow a dog from your loved one, your neighbour.
1: Do not go pinching dogs. I've got a choice if I was going to partake. I don't think they'd let me, but my next-door neighbour's got a (laughs) Rottweiler. And my other next-door neighbour's got a Jack Russell.
0: You can take both of them. That would be a good
1: combination. Be a good combination. Mm. trying to think if I've got any other dogs that I could possibly... Ah, mate, Dave's got a dog. Has he? Dave Morton? Rolo the Chocolate Lab. Rolo so i'd expect to to see our mate dave out with Rolo. Mm. i mean i think running with dogs is a is excellent way for you Mm. and your dog to also get exercise And it's nice to have a bit of company on a run especially if you're someone that doesn't like running on their own in the dark night running with a dog's quite good um i'm looking forward to seeing photos of dogs amanda kelly like we said is is a
0: is a big fan she she goes and does canny cross with with her dogs yeah um and I've done it a couple of times with, with, with Dexter. Dexter's just too crazy, he's all over the place. Um, but I'll I I do take him for i taking him for walks and I like going out and put me put my podcasts on or my songs on, listen to my songs. Um so yeah, I'll be definitely partaking in this one. So get out there, walk your dogs, put it on Strava, put it on Instagram and we will make we'll decide who is the winner next week. This episode is brought to you. In association with the North Staff Roadrunners Association, proudly supporting road roadrunning in North Staffordshire since 1974. The Couch to Coach podcast is available on a wide variety of podcast players. If you like what you hear in this episode, please remember to follow the show and set a future episodes to auto download
1: our main objective on this show is to get people into running and to talk about running we're two normal guys that live normal lives and although our following is growing for rely on you the listeners to get the word out there about this show so please whilst you're listening remember to leave us a review on your chosen podcast player to help boost our ratings Finally, you can stay up to date with all things Couch to Coast over on Instagram,
0: Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for Couch to Coached. Five with the listeners. Five with the listener. Five with the
1: listener
0: there uh, see, we're getting there. We're nailing these these jingles. We don't need them to really. We can make our own we We're not we're not taking we're not doing the one show, but five, five, five. five. five with Jackie Bailey. Five with Jackie Bailey. You spoiled it now. I was gonna make a big reveal. <laughs> so this week, as Ben's already said, it's Jackie Bailey so i've been asking jackie for a while and she has resisted all this time and for the first one in 2024 who better to get on the podcast on Five with the listeners but top fan number one fan jackie bailey so here is five of the listeners with jackie bailey question number one what's your name who slash what club do you run for
2: hi rob hi ben Happy New Year to you both and to all the listeners. I feel like I've been on this podcast already. My name's been mentioned so many times, but I should introduce myself. I'm Jackie Bailey. I'm your number one top fan. I run with the Stonemaster Marathoners, so I'm a bat and I'm also a member of Combined Run Club.
1: Question number two What are your current running goals?
2: My running goals for this year, well, I've rejoined the NSRA for my second season. I somehow managed to win Group Y last season and I've been promoted to Group X, so I'm really looking forward to seeing how I get on in the new group and hoping to beat some of my times from last year. I've also entered Manchester Marathon, which is my first marathon and something I never thought I would be doing. I have this podcast to to thank for encouraging me to enter it
0: Question number three How is your training going?
2: My training's going really well I get great support and advice from all the run leaders and other members of Stone Master Marathoners and I've got a brilliant group of people that I'm training with including Sally Hamilton who I do almost all of my training with and she's amazing at keeping me calm and positive when the doubts start to kick in
1: And this one, question number four, is a regular question. We ask all of our guests, what are your current PBs at 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon?
2: My current PBs. My 5K PB is 25.58 from Isabel Trail Park My 10K PB is 54.33 from Warrington 10K. My half marathon PB is one fifty five forty six from Manchester half. And I haven't got a marathon PB yet, but I guess we will find out what that's going to be in April.
0: Question number five. What is your best tip you can give to someone about running, either starting running or just running in general?
2: My running tip is don't put off having a go. That you really miss out by waiting for everything to be right. And in reality, things are never going to be perfect. And you gain so much from just joining in and, and having a go.
1: And the last question is your chance to ask the listener's question. So what is your question and who is it for?
2: My listener's question is to you both. You're both very accomplished runners... But what are your biggest
0: running mistakes thank you jackie uh i know it took a lot for you to do that because you, you, you don't like doing them kind of things but i really do appreciate it uh, and, yeah we do and you come across really really well like i said
1: to you before you, you 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 sound really really good so we will definitely and it's nice for the other listeners to get to hear yeah jackie Bailey, and it's and it, it proves that she's a real person
0: yeah yeah we're not making up a fan uh, I know Jackie, so I know Jackie from work, and I, and I see her quite often at runs, and I see her sometimes at work as well, so uh, it is nice to actually get on the as she said in there, it feels like she's been on the podcast before because we talk about her that much. Um, but that is fine. we're listening to Jackie, so thank you. But the question is, do we have any Have we ever made any mistakes or any regrets or anything like that we're running? I think, I, I think I'll go one, because mine's a really simple one. I wouldn't say it's a mistake, uh, but I think for me, not starting earlier is one thing that I regret, mistake, I suppose. If I'd started earlier, I think I would have, I'm not saying that I would have been a better runner. I'm not saying that I would have enjoyed it more, but I think if I'd have started earlier and if I'd have known the community that is out there of runners Mm. i think i would have embraced it i wish i embraced it earlier and got out there and actually joined stoke fit quite quickly rather than going out on my own and and that's one thing that i regret is when i first started my running years and years and years ago i just went out and i ran i didn't really know what i was doing i just went out and i just ran at what pace ever pace i wanted to and then i'd go out the next day and i'd try and beat that pace Uh, didn't go out with Stoke Fit, didn't get any advice from anybody. And I just went out and did that. So I think that is one thing that I think one of my mistakes is not embracing it earlier.
1: Uh, So that's mine. So I think there's probably a lot of people that could share that. I mean, I certainly do a lot of people could probably share that. I think, um, I was quite late to starting running, yeah. um, but I think it's one of them. that I think you you probably you, you some extent get better with age, yeah, with running, yeah. And I think a lot of the sort of uh, I lose it. Uh, this this I don't mean this term in the wrong way, but a lot of the better runners that I know are, are older than me. Yeah, um, definitely, if that's the case like, for me you actually get to a point where you probably mature as a runner and you become wiser, more experienced. And experience is a massive thing in running. Regardless of what your pace is, I think you'll find that the more experience you get, the more knowledge you pick up, whether that be for joining run clubs, whether that be from listening to podcasts, reading books, Whatever it might be, you probably find that you get better as a runner the older you get. And then it it could easily go, oh, I regret that I didn't do this earlier on. But you probably wouldn't have had the maturity to execute what it is you know now. Yeah. When you were 17, 18, 19, because I know, I mean, this isn't the answer to the question from my point of view necessarily, but I know that when I was 20, 21, when I first started running, I remember my first half marathon, um, I literally just heard that, you know, starting horn go off and I just ran as fast as I could. Yeah. And I ran as fast as I could for as long as I could. And then I'd slow down for a bit and then I run as fast as I could for as long as I could and then slow down a bit yeah. until I got to the end of that half marathon. And it was hideous Yeah. because I knew nothing about pacing. I knew nothing about sort of discipline of running and I certainly didn't do any training for it. I sort of did one long run every Sunday and that was my training. Yeah, yeah. No sessions, no variety, no real consistency. It was just one long run a week. Yeah. And I think the more you mature, um, the better you become as a runner so it's alright saying I regret it but I think you probably have a lot of where well, you do have a lot of time ahead of you where you can still become a really really stronger runner yeah um, and that just shows with the NSR and the NSRRA
0: the, the amount of people that are over the age of 65 that are still running and still beating people like myself yeah. who were in the 30s it's, it's crazy and that, and that is true you see people that are in the 70s that are fantastic runners uh, just yeah. A bit of a plug before we move on. NSRRA. If anybody wants to do All stage Five, there isn't many spaces left. So get in, get in contact, and apply. I think the, it's on the fifth of Sunday, the fifth of February. Feb. Uh, yeah. So please do subscribe. Get up, get get involved.
1: Get involved.
0: Go on. Sorry, I think
1: the, my answer to Jackie's question, which is a very good question by it the way, is a very good I question. Think it's, it's something a lot of people could answer themselves, and I think you'd learn a lot by actually answering it honestly, Mm. because there's too many people um, on social media and in Strava groups um, that only talk about the positives.
0: Yeah, social media in general, I think.
1: Yeah, and that's comparing yourself to others, and that's the biggest thing I would say. Again, it's not the answer to my question, but it's don't compare yourself to others. Mm. Biggest mistake I personally have made in my own running is attempting to diet whilst running. Okay. Whilst training. Okay. And it's a controversial one because we're not here to give nutrition advice. No. We're not here to talk about dieting or nutrition in any way. But one of the biggest things that I remember was doing Birmingham Marathon in two thousand and seventeen. I think it was the first and last time Birmingham did a marathon in quite some time. Uh, me and Rachel basically were both training for it. Um, my only other marathon prior to Birmingham marathon was in 2012 when I did London and I did four hours, two minutes, I think at that time. Um, and I didn't really train properly. Again, talking about experience at that point, I wasn't really a, uh, I would say a serious runner. Um, so i didn't really train very well in 2017 i trained really well yeah to some extent i got a lot of long runs in again i wasn't truly like a a serious runner at the point in time in 2017 um but i did more training but i dieted because me and rachel were getting married in the november yeah and it was sort of like that thing where it was like uh we want to look well as we could in Rachel and a wedding dress and me and my wedding suit and you know what it's like we're yeah, I mean, yeah. going through yeah. the wedding thing at the moment
0: yeah we do and it's real.
1: like you focus so much on getting yourself into shape for the wedding and this is the thing I want to probably get across to you now is enjoy the wedding mm. what you want to do your training doesn't necessarily have to start until after mm. I, I genuinely don't believe that you can diet a marathon train no. One of the biggest things, and it's bigger than just the dieting thing, like don't diet when you're marathon training, it's when you're running full stop and you're training for something, the biggest thing you need to focus on is staying consistent with the running and getting the variety, but it's also how you look after your body away from the training. So it's not neglecting things like stretching, the foam rolling, the hydration, but the nutrition is such a big part. Mm -hmm. It's remembering to eat. Like three balanced meals it's having enough carbohydrates having enough protein having enough leafy greens it's making sure that you're fueling before runs during runs after runs because if you neglect that the body's going to start breaking down mm. um, and although i did consistent long runs in 2017 because i was dieting what I didn't realize is I wasn't eating enough. My muscles were really, really starting to feel the effects of the sort of training I did. I went into the marathon itself under I ended up finishing in four and a half hours, so 30 minutes slower than what I did in 2012 with probably more training. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, me and Rachel ran it together, and I had to stop probably two or three times around about the 20-mile mark, walking at times, mm-hmm. I know now I could get to 26 miles and I wouldn't have to stop at any point, I don't think, with the training I've got. But I look back at that and I put that all down to nutrition. It's so important to look after the body during the training process. Yeah. I think one of the things
0: that we need to do is probably look at getting a nutritionist onto the podcast because we have a lot of questions. I get a lot of questions about what to eat and what not to eat during running and things like that and is fasting good for you during running and things, different things so potentially we could look at getting a nutritionist on uh, to answer any questions that the listeners might have because like I say I'm not a nutritionalist, uh, neither yourself, Ben. Um, so we these this is just something that is our own opinion. A lot of the stuff that we talk about is our own opinion. Obviously, Ben's got a coaching qualification. Most of the stuff that I talk about is just my opinion. Um, but, yeah, we'll get a new, nutritionist on. So thank you for that question, Jackie. Really good question. Uh, if anybody wants to be on with five of the listeners, please do let us know, and we will send you the questions. Five on, with the listener.
1: Do. Live with the listener. <laughs>
0: oh, dear. Don't, don't, definitely not doing karaoke at the wedding. Uh, but a bit of a, an exclusive for you. Next week, we have uh, the one and only Mr. Ken Rushton coming back onto the podcast to talk to us about the NSRRA League last year, a couple of snippets about who won and who did what. We've got, that's the day before the award ceremony, so we can have, find out about who won, who's won what. And then also a bit of a... Inclination through regards to what's going on with NSRRA next next year. Well, starts in February, so not that long really, a month away. So tune into that, and we have got Mister Brushton on the podcast.
1: I'm looking forward to the award ceremony.
0: I am as well, yeah, definitely. It's going to be good. We've, we're sponsoring a, I'm sponsoring one. We're sponsoring Team of the Year, uh, so that'll be interesting. We're going to be giving out that award. So looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. And on that note, I think. Happy New Year, 2024. Let's make 2024 bigger and better. Uh, And thank you for listening. And we will see you all later.
1: See you later.